0: Mm -hmm. you know I think we can set like a new year everyone sets their new year's resolution and that's fantastic because there's all this focus and all this intention now but how long does that last Mm -hmm. you know if you go three or four weeks without thinking about your resolutions or journaling about them they're not in your mind they're not in the forefront which means that they're not affecting your actions And if these new thoughts and these new resolutions that you want, if they're not impacting on your actions, then you're not taking steps towards achieving them. And I genuinely think that's why most of us never realize our dreams. Hi there. Welcome back to Not Another Wellness Podcast with Natalie Dellinger. Stoked
1: to be your host today, as always. Uh, This is a podcast where we're sharing tips and tricks and wellness-related Ideas that you can use and bring into your life to hopefully make yourself more well or just more aligned with what your true self is. Today's episode was one of my absolute favorites to record. And Rana is such a glowing person in her words and what she does, and so passionate and well spoken. And she And I connected over Instagram, thanks Instagram, and we are talking today about intention setting, what it looks like to be on the path to finding what your passion is, how to set realistic goals for yourself and pivot when necessary, why it's important to work backwards to achieve these goals, and how it's really not about the destination and and how the process and journey brings us the true joy in our lives that we are looking for and then finally we touch on things like stress management and how we come back to ourselves it's funny because i have decided to do more in-person interviews and kind of taper back on the remote interviews and this one is remote but it was one of the last remote interviews that i ever had scheduled And I was just thinking, okay, you know, I'm really looking to connect with people in person. I find it to be easier for me to connect with them. And then I had this conversation with Anne and it was like, oh my God, my cells were vibrating. She is amazing. I really think her perspective is so crucial for us to be reminded of and what she's doing to help women come back to themselves and to set realistic expectations for their lives and also not settle Is super crucial. So you'll have to find her. She shares where you can find her at the end of the episode. She is an awesome health and weight loss coach on her Instagram and shares a lot of beautiful wisdom and photos and just vibes there. The last thing I want to do before we jump in is read a quick readings and review. You've heard me talk about this before. Podcast reviews are super important, not only to get the word out, but it also tells me that people are listening. I mean, I know, like I see the numbers, I know people are listening, but that it actually resonates and it's adding value to their life. So this podcast rating review is from last April and it says, well-rounded wellness. I really enjoy this podcast. Natalie does an amazing job coming up with different topics and inspiring guests. I love her overall message and that's for people to find what lights us up. And this is from Kit Z Roy 77. Thank you so much. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I freaking am always trying to find what lights me up. So in doing so I'm able to ask awesome, inspiring people what lights them up and it leads to some pretty cool tidbits of information. So yeah, if you can leave a review, it's crucial. Um, I appreciate it. And Before we dive into the episode, I wanted to share that my Hedery CBD oil coupon code is for 50% off, you guys. The code is Natalie, N-A-T-A-L-I-E. Head over to Hedery if you want to try CBD. I've been loving it in my coffees. Um, They also have a sleep tincture that helps you wind down that has a bit of melatonin in it. CBD is everywhere, but you really want to make sure you're getting it from a trusted source, and I completely stand behind Hedery's products check it out guys. Huttery.com coupon code Natalie for 50% off. Without any further ado, here's Anne. Everybody, today on the podcast with me is Ann Rana, and I'm so excited to speak with her about what she does. She's a health and weight loss coach and also is super passionate about helping entrepreneurs. Hey Ann, how's it going today?
0: Hey Natalie, really really good. I'm so happy to be here as well. Thanks for having me on. I'm so
1: happy to have you here and so glad we could make this happen. And Definitely. before we dive in I'm gonna shuffle my little deck of affirmation cards and have you pick a number so from like the top 10 cards and we'll pick that card and then we'll start we'll start the conversation all right pick a number
0: okay I'm gonna go with my number seven A lucky seven
1: that's so funny because I, I thought you were going to say seven.
0: <laughs> really? You, you know me so well already. <laughs> I just guessed.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. Man, I wish I could show you this. Well, actually here we're recording, but I'm going to turn my video on and show you your card because
0: <laughs> this is what it looks like. Oh my God. It's so beautiful. I forgot
1: that we can show each other. So this is the moon I think it's a moon and there's a beautiful background and it says the presence of love will always cast out fear. So this Uh, is your card for the day.
0: Oh, I love that. That That's so like accurate as well. That's amazing. Oh, I love it. Okay. And then I'll pull mine. I'm going to pick
1: this one and it says, I am the dreamer of my dream. Oh, it's so beautiful. These cards are amazing. (laughs) Sweet. So I'm going to keep these next to me. Um, awesome. So yeah, the presence of love will always cast out fear. And then I am the dreamer of my dream, which I love. And like, as you're we talking before we started recording, I feel like it's, for me, this card speaks to me because I think I've taken a little bit of a break from what I thought my dream was to sort of reevaluate my dream with a podcast and really remember why I'm doing it. And this card sort of reminds me that it's, it is my dream. Like it's my, I'm here doing what I love to do. And that is such a gift. So
0: I love that. I love that. It's beautiful. I think as well, like when we were speaking before, like sometimes you just, it's still your dream, but you still need to take that step back to kind of like fuel up your energy to be able to kind of move on and and keep going towards that dream. Totally. Totally. Um, To be able to show up authentically.
1: And yeah, I just love that. So Anne, we are here today chatting about all the things, but I first want to ask you a question um and it's what is something in your life right now that really lights you up and gets you excited
0: it's such a hard question because there's so many things um to be honest with you I, just working with my clients right now it just i i feel like um the what i do with these women um these amazing women that end up coming to me it's just it's life changing and i i don't i don't think it's just in terms of what i can help them with but i feel like everyone that I help teaches me something and I just I can't wait to get on a call with them because I always learn something new and I feel like they bring something to me and um that just really lights me up it really it really helps me to get up every morning knowing that I can talk to someone amazing and and they're going to share wisdom with me it's um it's always a learning like everything's a lesson and um I just love it I love it yeah
1: and truly what a gift to realize that you're doing something that truly lights you up. Like
0: that is the goal, isn't it? Like Oh, yeah. Yes. I mean, like I, I'm probably like the same like with most people. Like we try so many things thinking that maybe that's what's gonna light me up, or maybe the next thing is gonna light me up. And you go through so many different different attempts, you know, at jobs or at hobbies, or just trying to find something that that kind of fills the hole, you know, that's like a kind of yes. void where you feel like I'm not, I'm not doing what I was here to do, you know? And I'm like most people, I, I tried so many things. that completely weren't Right. And that I totally discovered we're not, we're not lighting me up. So. Yeah. Oh my
1: gosh. That's such a good point. And I find myself still doing that. Right. It's like, mm, I know yeah. what feels right. And I, often take a step back to evaluate the things in my life that I'm doing or to truly jump around and try all new hobbies and like really searching, like soul searching for that thing that feels as good as something else in my life that lights me up. So talk talk to me and, and to the listeners about that journey. So like a little bit about your background and like what were the things you were trying and like how did you end up here today?
0: Oh, so um my my bra background's actually in technology. I um I got my I got my honours degree for in like networking and and IT support and um I thought that that would be my thing because you know my family's into that but I really quickly discovered that you couldn't do what your family does and think that you'll find happiness there because I was absolutely miserable tech was was not my thing it was not a passion in the slightest um but again like I think a lot of the time we live our lives the way we think we should so even though I did the degree and I knew okay this is not for me I have no interest in this I still went on to do something that was kind of similar. So I went on to do digital forensics, which is still IT-based. Again, <laughs> thinking, oh, well, I have a networking degree. I should be using it because, you know, you go to university, you get a degree and then you use that degree. Right. Um, so I did that. And again, it it was enjoyable and I worked for for law enforcement. So I really loved that. I, I absolutely love the idea of serving, but it still wasn't for me. It still wasn't the thing that that let me up. And there was loads of stuff in between. Um, I always knew that I wanted to be an entrepreneur because something that's absolutely sacred to me is is freedom. Mm. So I tried loads of different things, entrepreneuring. Again, I tried to use my tech background as an entrepreneur, thinking that maybe I'll find some sort of happiness if it's in an entrepreneurial way, but it still wasn't right. Uh, and then I did stuff with houses and uh, YouTube and lots of little bits and pieces in between. I feel like I'm, I feel like I was a little bit of um, a jack of all trades, master <laughs> of none.
1: Yeah, and then you think about it too. I mean, there's no downside to that in a way because you're getting all this experience and exposure, and you're working really hard to find whatever it is that should. I guess, like come more naturally to you. Like you should feel that flow once you get into something that is right, as opposed to like, I'm going to try this this month and like next month. Can you recall what it feels like to just like reach the end of the pretending and just like, I just know I need something more than this. Like, it, like how would you describe that feeling of, of realizing you're not living your, what your purpose is?
0: I think it's um it's like this slow dawning like it's only once before as it hit me really suddenly every other time it's been like a really slow realization that every day I'm waking up I'm not happier I'm not excited to go and do whatever it is I'm doing that day it's um it's a slow and steady realization that I'm and doing what I'm doing now I'm not any happier and it's not, it's, you know, I, I don't want to spend all of my time doing it. I'd rather just do it and get it done, take it off a list and then mm. do something else. And I feel like when it gets to that point where you're kind of just, you know, taking things off lists, then it's, it's not, it's not the, the thing that's going to fill that void. It's just something to fill a list really.
1: Totally. And it might be like, you're doing that for other reasons because you think you have to, you think you should be using your degree mm-hmm. and I think that freedom aspect that you said is so important to you. um, I'm sure that really resonates with a lot of people is like, am I feeling free and like I'm choosing this life?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think like um, we've all been... I don't know, I can't speak for everyone, but it's only being conditioned to think that that life should be a certain way. You know, you go to school, you do really well, you work really hard, you go to university, um, you go and get a really good job and then you work your socks off to work your way up that job. And you get married and you get a house and you settle down and you put into your pension and that's it. You look forward to the weekends and your holidays away from work. And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that way of life. A hundred percent. That's a perfectly legitimate and I'm sure joy filled way of life, but it's certainly not the way that I want to do it. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of people have kind of started to realize that it can be something different. You know, you can, you can have a lot more freedom in your life. Um, mm. I think like when you kind of dawns on you that, you know, you, you spend more time with your colleagues than you do your family, you spend more time in work than you do literally doing anything else in your life that thing had better be really, really good. You know, that work and those colleagues had better be amazing.
1: Wow. That is such a good reminder. I just got chills. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's amazing to hear. And thank you for sharing all of that. And this whole, we're kind of on this train of like, you know, finding your passion and what that feels like and what it looks like. And how do you keep yourself going every day? Um, like, what is your life look like right now your your routines your your health and wellness interests? like how do you keep yourself going
0: I've um I mean I've been like anybody else where I have, I have like huge ups and downs and especially with like my health well, my health journey um I've had huge ups and downs when I was 20 years old I got um I got diagnosed with, um, adult onset acne, cystic acne. It was really, really painful all over my face. Um, I ended up putting a lot of weight on. I, um, I had away, so I, I didn't exercise. And, um, it took me years of towing and throwing, towing and throwing, to be able to get to a point where I could say that I was happy with myself again. I think coming through that and, and really kind of evaluating how you, how you keep that momentum up and how you keep going. I, I think it's just so crucial every single day to really pay attention to, to what matters to you. Mm -hmm. You know, I think we can set like a new year, everyone sets their new year's resolution and that's fantastic because there's all this focus and all this intention now, but how long does that last? Mm -hmm. You know, if you go three or four weeks without thinking about your resolutions or journaling about them, they're not in your mind. They're not in the forefront, which means that they're not affecting your actions and if these new thoughts and these new resolutions that you want, if they're not impacting on your actions, then you're not taking steps towards achieving them. And I genuinely think that's why most of us never realize our dreams is we just forget and all the kind of hustle and bustle of modern life, you know, bills and work and family and, and everything else. We just forget really, what do we want from this life? Mm. What, what are we actually trying to achieve right now? that's such a great
1: frame a question to ask yourself regularly and to write on your wall or like your mm. mirror and and check in like truly because it's so great like the new year is such an amazing energy and
0: Absolutely. even
1: especially this one because we just finished a decade and everyone was really i think coming into 2020 looking back and thinking Okay, what were the last ten years in my life like, mm. and how do I want to start a new ten year um, journey? and and like, from that mindset of like, this is a great new opportunity, like a fresh perspective, but it does feel like there's so much talk about setting goals and intentions, and like people give up like foods and and do these drastic things that maybe aren't even really aligned because they feel this pressure to make a change.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but it might not be authentic. That's a really good point.
0: Definitely. I think you know it's new year. Everyone has to make their resolutions. And I think there's always this idea of how you should be and how you should act and what you should be working towards. And I think really if people spent the time, maybe those resolutions aren't even something that they care about that much you know, mm. and then, um, and then it's, you know, when you, you set these goals and it's like, you say, there's so much talk about goals, but then there's no talk about how you knuckle down and day after day, how you work towards these goals. Cause it's, right. it's fabulous to set and set these goals. And it's so much fun to do that. Like I <laughs> love goal setting. Um, but the hard work is not in setting the goals. It's in every single day taking a step, however small to actually achieving these goals and and that's that's the part that needs effort you know achieving your goals totally
1: yeah oh my gosh
0: so much energy has to go into it and so much intention you know mm-hmm. nobody stumbles and accidentally achieves their goal you know oh my god you know I, I didn't even try and I've already achieved my goal like that never happens that would be amazing but that never happens
1: right no that is so true it's like we have to work backwards and it's it does take work thank you for saying that I think that gets lost I think it should be we can make changes effortlessly but change is not effortless necessarily it's it takes reframing and lifestyle and and so many other things that that come into play to get the outcome that we're looking for which you know obviously isn't something we have in front of us today, if that's our goal for the future. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a really good point. The stepping zones every day should get you towards your goal in some way or another, but it doesn't have to be achieving your goal.
0: No, on the first day. definitely not. And you know, there's, um, there's the idea that your goal can't change either, like the closer you get to your goal, the clearer you're going to see it. And, you know, maybe that goal changes. Maybe you get closer to it and you realize that it has to pivot. Maybe not change entirely, but maybe the goal pivots. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, you're trying something. You're trying to achieve something that you've probably never had before. How do you know you're actually going to like it once you get there? So there's, there's no harm in taking these steps. And then maybe you get halfway towards the goal and you realize the goal is not quite what you want. And then you pivot. And it's still it's not about the destination. You know, we see all these Instagram quotes, it is not about the destination. But it's, it's really, really true. Because I found as well, most of the time, the things that we think will make us happy, they're not actually what makes us happy. But it's the process. It's the process that brings us joy each day.
1: Wow. That's beautiful. It's the process. It's the things we learn. It's what we learn about ourselves and others and how we show up and, do the best we can, um, and I love the pivot idea. I think that's crucial because, you know, a goal you set five years ago, a a year ago, a a week ago might mm. not be totally and truly what you you want or what you need, and that's okay to like r- recognize that. And, um, gosh, I love I love your perspective. That is so beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. And. Like for you personally, um, what is something that you are working on like right now? And what does that look like?
0: Oh, there's, there's loads of things. Um, I think one of the most important things is just, um, I'm working on constantly trying to kind of improve the way that, that I help people that come to me. Uh, whether that be my clients that actually come on board or people that, that, maybe can't afford what I do, but they still need the help. So I'm just constantly trying to put in support, you know, whether it's through offering free groups or offering free program for somebody that I feel like really genuinely wants it and, and needs it. Um, and um, then just kind of, again, creating creating things that can help people and what I do. And I think one of the biggest things that I think helps people personally is just, this kind of reevaluating of your mindset. so I, I like to work a lot on mindset because at, at the end of the day, I, I don't know anybody that's ever achieved something that didn't first believe that they could achieve it. And I think a lot of times we go after things, but we we secretly don't think it's achievable for us. And when you start off on that foot, there's it's very hard to actually be successful with that kind of frame of mind because any little setback is a sign that you shouldn't be doing it and that's just that's so not true you know everyone has setbacks and um we all we don't have these kind of Instagram lives and not everything is perfect but you know you just come and each day you you do more and you work harder and and eventually you get there and I think it's just a kind of a spreading that message that you, you can achieve what you want but the very first step is setting something that you can believe you can achieve sure and and
1: from your experience in in mindset blocks that people or women whoever you're working with what are some of the ones that come to mind that might be the most common
0: um so in terms of people that are trying to lose weight i i hear all the time like um i can i can't lose weight you know, I've tried in the past and it either it doesn't come off or it comes off and then a call comes straight back on again. So people already start off thinking that it's not going to be something that's for them. They want it really badly, but they, they don't think it's achievable. Mm. Uh, or the other thing is that it's just going to be too hard. You know, that they have um, food or drink or a lifestyle that they, they really enjoy and that to kind of give up on everything would be far too hard and, 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 and not, potentially worth it and they they don't realize that hey it's it's not a all or nothing kind of thing you know everybody has to to have a lifestyle that they love mm-hmm. you know, with food that they love and that they can enjoy and it's it's not about deprivation because I think that for anything to be substantial um, sustainable it has to be something that you really love you know and nobody's going to change their life around and, and do something completely different when every single day they hate it so right. it, it really needs to be, it needs to be kind of like a lifestyle change, but it needs to be a lifestyle change that you can get completely buzzed about, you know, that you can wake up in the morning and be like, yeah, I'm so into this, you know? Totally. I've been hearing this a lot in different
1: ways and, and I hear it in what you're saying, which is the way and you approach or the way your thoughts come to play with what you're doing. Um, and if it's genuine or not, it does make a huge difference. Like you can't fool your, your body, your body knows like (laughs) working for you. Like, yeah,
0: absolutely. And like you put that energy into it, you know, whether, whether people believe in energies or not, if you even just think of it as in frame of mind, you know, if you're waking up and you're like, ah, I really don't want to run. I can't be bothered. I don't want to have this granola for breakfast, you know, I don't, I don't want to do whatever, you know, because they'd rather have a fry up or, or whatever they'd rather do. You're going to approach that very differently than if you woke up absolutely buzzing and you couldn't wait to put your running shoes on, or you couldn't wait to go down and eat your porridge oats, you know, you just from a frame of mind, you're going to approach that entirely differently. Mm -hmm. And I think that like, it's so important, the energy you put into something, you know, it's... (sighs) It's, um, you, like you say, you cannot fill your brain. Like, you know, you can stand in the mirror and be like, yes, we got this. But your brain knows when that's just a lie and you can't be bothered and you don't want to do it. Totally. And if you're just eating something
1: begrudgingly, like, oh, I'll just have this salad <laughs> versus, um, you know, something else that brings you joy. And I think that's like a really important point about lifestyle. What is going to be sustainable to you um for someone when it comes to making these lifestyle changes where there's still joy um but there's also this good balance between like knowing you're working on something for yourself because you deserve it
0: yeah and not definitely. because you're
1: punishing yourself for you know being any certain way I think that's definitely
0: definitely like I I speak to so many people and they're on like a really limited like a really low calorie diet and they're talking to me about how hungry they are all the time and I'm like what are you doing like is this how you want life to be you want to be hungry all the time like it's it's not sustainable like how long are you going to do this for and okay you might lose some weight but you're going to put it straight back on as soon as you go back to eating the way that you did. And I guarantee you're not going to enjoy this process. You know who, I mean, I don't know about anyone else, but I cannot stand to be hungry. I'm one of them where (laughs) if I get hungry, I have to eat something. Like I, I cannot sit for hours with like a rumbling belly. It's just, it's a no go for me. No,
1: and you shouldn't like, I mean, seriously, like I'm the same way. Um, and sometimes I'm like, is that really hunger? Is that boredom? <laughs> <laughs> but truly, like, that's the, one of the worst feelings—is that hunger. Your body's like, hey, hello, okay, we're just gonna wait here until you feed me. Like, we need to fuel your engine. Like, you can't yeah. keep putting this off, and you know, give me good food. Like, I need to, I need to keep you going
0: girl,
1: like don't, don't skimp on me. Like I am (laughs) just trying to keep you alive.
0: (laughs) It's so true. Like these bodies are such gifts and they're like the most amazing machine. Like human beings could not have created the human body. We don't have technology that's even an, a tiny fraction as intelligent as our human bodies are. And we have them free and your body just wants to look after you, you know, you don't even have to do much. It'll breathe for you. It'll heal for you. It'll do all these things for you. All you have to do literally all you have to do is give it a little bit of sleep and feel it. And that's, that's really, it. give it a bit of movement and it really, it doesn't ask for much in return for giving you all these amazing experiences and all these sensations. And it's so little in return for what your body does for you.
1: Seriously. Talk about gratitude. Like, you can, even, even treating your body poorly, it will come back and try and heal for you and do the best it can, but it needs that support. And you just, I mean, just saying the words like feel your body. That is a, that is a requirement. Feel it. What is it telling you? Are you super stressed out or anxious or upset? Or are you relaxed? Like how, how is your body showing you, um, you know, how it's doing. Uh, Mm. It's the most crucial thing. I think that's super, we get so distracted and we look to others for answers on what we need. And we go, you know, we look for advice. Like I've totally done that. And a lot of the times the answers I get from people are like, well, how do you feel? Like, how does that feel? Mm. And it's like, it turns it back on you. Like, how is it working? Like how does your body feel? How is your mind? And I am I it's sad. It's so sad how disconnected we can get. And you know, instead of coming, coming back to ourselves, we Look at that perfect life on Instagram, and we mm. look for people to advice, and really, when really we have all the answers, um, we might just need a little like emotional support from people like you or our friends and families to help us get back to ourselves. You
0: know, totally. It's, it's so it's so true, and you know, I I even me like sometimes I'll get so wrapped up in something that at the end of the day, it never even really matters. I I have no idea how stressed I feel. You know, and the stress yeah. just accumulates and and it is only maybe once this thing is passed and I'm able to breathe again that I I actually take a breath and I realize, oh my gosh, that was so stressful. My poor body has had to deal with that. And um, I mean lots of people know they, they know that the dangers of stress, you know, but mm. it's it's not just it's it's everything. Stress is really bad for your physical body, it depletes vitamins and minerals, it's really bad for your mental health. It's It is not good for anything. And like you say, we've become so disconnected. Like how many of us really are aware of just how much stress we're under each day? How many of us actually take the time out to be like, okay, I'm just going to check in with myself and just see how I'm doing right now. And now back to the show.
1: How, how do you do that for yourself? Because um, like you said, there's times where you are so caught up in something that you don't even realize that you're not taking a breath. And when you can, you have that hindsight of like, wow, that was, that was a triggering experience or I was really struggling with that. How do you then kind of reincorporate stress relieving activities to like bring yourself back?
0: Mm, so um, I've got a couple ways of doing it. I I personally find journaling to be like really, really beneficial. I'm just able to get everything out of my mind and just down on paper, so I don't have to hold on to it anymore. You know, it's there and I'm I'm done with it. So that helps to kind of remove stuff that's kind of started to accumulate. But I also find just creating some some space, you know, just having some space, some physical space, but some mental space more than that. And just having some silence in your day. You know, we have all wake up in the morning and if we've got families, you've got kids to look after and then you have to run off to work and then you have to come home and you have to pick up the kids and then you have to make dinner. And it's just constant. Absolutely one thing after another. Our attention is constantly being taken from here to there and our phones and our TVs and our kids and our colleagues. And it's just trying to create a little bit of space so that you... the thing that is you gets a chance that day you know it's not just your work or your family but but you get some time in that day as well and I feel like when you have that moment when you have that space and you have that moment of of quiet you can you can really tap in and I feel like when as soon as I get into that moment straight away anything that's on my mind that just comes to the forefront and then I'm able to deal with it so much better I'm, I'm able to kind of either rationalize it away you know why am I stressed about that that's so ridiculous or or I'm able to deal with that I'm able to to actually take an action that then can then finish it and and I can put it to bed because the the worst thing to do is just to try and ignore your stress I don't I don't I personally I've never found that that, that's achieved anything other than just tried to put it off but then you wake up in the middle of the night and your stress (laughs) is right there it's like looking you in the face (laughs) and you're like oh no I didn't deal with you yet
1: Exactly. Oh, my gosh. It's so true. Like, it will manifest if you don't give it space or release it. Like, yeah. it's such it's so such a good reminder. I mean, I'm, like, thinking here, too, like, of my own life, the times when I don't – I love journaling, too. And yeah. the times when I don't, like, release and acknowledge how I'm feeling about something and just see if I can make sense of it or not – I will certainly, it will come to bite me in the middle of the Mm. night, or it will manifest in ways where it just needs to come out. And it's like my body being like, Hey, I know you've been trying to ignore this, but (laughs) no longer. (laughs) And it's so true.
0: definitely definitely. I think like in some there's some really easy ways to like de-stress as well you know like journaling is a massive one but you know if you're not much of a journaler or you know if you're not much of a meditation person because again meditation is phenomenal for as well you can you can just do something physical you know like go out for a long walk like Mm. a walk is such an amazing way to lose weight people think nowadays that you have to do hip workouts you know you it has to be really intense and you know if I'm not covered in sweat and stink then I haven't actually worked out but it's it's so not true a long walk will help you lose weight but it it's so much more than that it really helps your mind it's 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 amazing for your mind and for creating that space and um, it just it gives you a lot of clarity you can just think a lot clearer when you've when you've gone and, and you've had a walk
1: yeah and you like move it out of your
0: body mm-hmm. um yeah and I think that's a really good point about
1: like fitness and movement. And there's so many modalities and ways to be, to move. And they don't have to be like that expensive gym membership. Um, I totally over-exercised for years and years and years and thought that was the only way to relieve stress. Um, but I would love to hear your perspective a little bit more on that movement and like, and stress and fitness and like what the body what works for a lot of people.
0: Yeah. um, I I mean, I was the exact same as you, you know, once, once I put on the way, I mean, I've, I've always had an interest in health and fitness, like way when I was a child. Um, but when I put on the way, I, I, following everyone else's advice I took it that I just exercise. you know people you hear people say sometimes if you've got excess weight you just need to exercise more and it'll come off so I I used to work out like five times a week I did Zumba and Pilates and I did the gym and I swam and I ran I did everything I could and then um, that's it's really actually not very good for us it's overtraining. Um, and if you, especially depending on what kind of body type you are, say for example, if you have adrenal issues, which a lot of people don't realize they have, but it, there is an underlying adrenal problem there, then this type of exercise is actually detrimental. You will actually end up putting weight on doing this amount of over-exercise. Mm. It's um, it's really not good for you. So I think, you know, Instagram, I don't want to blame literally everything. Everything's Instagram as well. I know, I know. <laughs> but you know, like Instagram and like, a lot of TV shows and adverts, they all kind of, they've plugged this whole gem, protein, you know, this this, this is the way that you have to, to achieve, you know, this absolutely like, godlike body. But at the end of the day, how many of us actually want that godlike body? How many of us would actually just be happy, just to maybe be a dress size or two smaller than what they are right now, or just to feel a little bit more energetic? Yeah. But we're totally led to believe that like, a you should want to have this six pack, you know, everyone should want a six pack. And yeah. to do that, you need to have this gym membership or you need to have weight. Sorry, you need to you need to totally. do XYZ. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong. I I do weight training, I absolutely love it, and it is an amazing way to lose weight. Don't get me wrong, I'm not saying it is not, but you have to listen to your body, and your body needs recovery, and most of your fat burning actually happens while you're resting during recovery after your workout, when you're sleeping. So if you are constantly working out every day and if you're not giving your body enough sleep and if you're working out hard, you might need more sleep than normal. You might need over eight hours. You might need nine. Sure. But if you're not yeah. listening to your body, your body's not getting that like golden hour chance for the fat burning when it when it does it, once you've released all the fat burning hormones, you know? Totally. I think that's super important. I,
1: I see really stress people at the gym, just like going ham on cardio and, Mm -hmm. and not, not intuitively moving. I Mm -hmm. I totally think you're right. Like, I think people think they have to be running, biking, swimming, like all those things all the time on top of a stressful lifestyle, Mm -hmm. um, where they're not able to come down from that like heightened state. And it doesn't it just doesn't look like that. Your body, I don't know. I just see people that just they don't look healthy. They look actually just worn out. And yeah, there's such definitely. a difference. Um, I mean, for me, like I did CrossFit for too long. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I know, I know nothing against CrossFit. I think it's a really wonderful body awareness and I think it's very team oriented and the community was incredible but like i had the six pack and like i was still super insecure with mm-hmm. who i was because i wasn't really doing it for me like it felt like i was i was on this treadmill like trying to be someone mm-hmm. and trying to find the self worth that had nothing to do with what my body looked like but i thought if i achieved the body first then it would come and it didn't because i wasn't really working on myself i wasn't really listening to myself i was just pushing and I stopped doing that over a year ago. And honestly, like my body hasn't changed that much. Like I'm definitely not as strong. And I don't have the six-pack that like I once strived every single day for. But I'm more at peace and I'm happy just, you know, being a little bit more easy on myself. And it's just so interesting to look back at it in that lens um, and realize like what you're looking for as a goal to happiness. Might not be what you actually need to work on. It might kind of be Mm -hmm. like a cover up for that, Mm -hmm. for what the real problem is.
0: That's so true. That's so true. I love that you've had that journey as well, because some people like they never they never figure that out. They're constantly chasing this this idea. You know, there's this idea that you're going to be happy. You know, when you have your six packer, you're going to be happy once you have that dream job or you have that house or you have that car. But it we're looking for happiness and these things and that's that's not where happiness comes from you know you're not you can't buy it you're not gonna be able to buy something and that's you you have that happiness you it's if you're unhappy especially when you're unhappy with yourself it is very rarely to do with your weight or how you look it's it's something much deeper inside of you it's 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 a thought or it's a mindset that you have to do with yourself, you know, maybe you think you're not good enough or you're not pretty enough or you're not slim enough, but actually achieving that. So going and having plastic surgery or losing weight, you you're not going to be happy because it will never be enough. It's the mindset. It's that, it's that Mm. really toxic thought pattern that has to stop and then you'll find the happiness.
1: Totally. Oh, I love it. There's so much. Oh my gosh. There's so many there's so many great
0: reminders, and it's like so true. <laughs> yeah, I just, we we get so caught up, you know. We we oh. all do, like I do as well. You know, I I'll, I'll have like a really busy week, and I'm like, oh, I need to work out more, and then I'm like, well, why? You know, how does my body feel? Actually, my body feels like it's probably done enough this week. You know,
1: it's just sure. so yeah. easy to get
0: caught up. Just yeah, get caught in on the rat race. Totally, and like,
1: oh my god, like I think. Just being easier on ourselves and like understanding that um, it is a, it is such a journey to figure out like what your body wants and mm-hmm. who you are once we have come so far away from it. I think that's like it, it takes time and it takes those baby steps and it takes yeah. tuning into ourselves when we have years of not tuning into ourselves mm-hmm. of habits that get in the way and one of the things that I'm like personally working on right now is just like self-love and self and forgiveness when it, when I, you know, don't follow what I know to be like what my body needs or
0: I get in my own
1: way because I do spend too much time looking at other people's lives and really (laughs) lose the gratitude for like what my body does and for the, the journey that and the place that I'm at, whether or not it's what the end goal is just like recognizing how far you've come mm. is, is such a great place to find that like happiness from within to be more positive, the way you talk to yourself and really trusting the person that you are and that you've gotten this far and doing the best you can. And there's always work to be done, but it doesn't, I feel like I'm just rambling, but
0: um, it's no like I, I-, I totally agree. I, I totally, I'm, <laughs> Totally know what you're talking about. I think your listeners will as well. You know, it's. I think we've all been there. You know, totally get it
1: for sure. And I love, 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 love this quote on your Instagram page, um, and it says for Enneagram nines. What is any? What is an Enneagram nine? I forget which one that is. Do you? Do you know off the top of your head? I can look
0: it up. <laughs> um. Not off the top of my head. No, I've okay. got a blank moment.
1: Yeah, me too. Because it's like it sounds familiar. But anyway, this quote on your Instagram says for Enneagram Nines, it's by Mel Robbins, and it says, "Start now. Start where you are. Start with fear. Start with pain. Start with doubt. Start with your hands shaking. Just start." Mm. And I feel like that's a really great. I love that.
0: Quote. I love that and, so
1: much. And and and, and room and place to. Look at your life from you are starting every single day with a fresh blank canvas in front of you mm. to do the best you can and to remind yourself of how wonderful you are just mm. for being and getting this far in life and listening to this podcast and finding and 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 Instagram. You've such good and in, like inspiration here. Just finding those things that are going to push you towards coming back to yourself and doing what feels like you you should be
0: frankly. I love that so my
1: last few questions for you as we end start to wrap up are just like what is something you would tell yourself then like in your in that moment where you you know are you said you got diagnosed with cystic acne and were feeling like you weren't fully happy with where you were then with what you know now, like, what are some of the things you would kind of look back and tell that person to kind of,
0: mm.
1: you know, get them thinking or, or like with your, with all of your knowledge now, get them on the right, on the right frame of mind.
0: Oh, there's so much stuff I would just shake her to start with. I'm so I would, I would, I would tell her that it's so cliche but like, she's, she's amazing the way that she is. And it's it's who she is on the inside is 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 what the world can see you know when when she talks and she interacts with people and and that you'll get there you know and I think that's something that I really struggled with for for years I really struggled with the idea that I'll never I won't ever get there you know with my acne or with my weight that I would I wouldn't ever achieve it I felt very low about myself Uh, Mm. I had days where I I literally like I I hope my boss isn't listening I didn't I called in sick to work because I was like I can't I can't go out in the world you know I'm I'm ashamed of myself and that shame was so toxic to to everything you know you put your life on hold because you think that I'll start to live when my acne clears up you know I'll go and I'll show my face more when when that clears up or when I lose my weight and and you just mess up so much on life you know I just literally days where I didn't leave the house so mm. I'd certainly like just try and I uh, talk to her about her awful mindset and how it should um, it has to change but more important than that, I think I would, I would tell her to stop listening to everyone else, you Mm. know, especially like in health and, and fitness and wellness, there is so much information out there and so much of it contradicts everything else. You know, you read one thing and then I can find you a quote for something that says the exact opposite. You know, it's, it's so hard to know what's right. And I think it's just purely because there is no one way it's, there's not one thing that will work for absolutely everybody because our bodies are all in different places they're all doing different things they may are suffering from different symptoms or illnesses so there is no one thing that works I and that's what I got stuck on as well for a long time was just reading 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 and then uh trying everything that everybody else said and again not not having that awareness of well does this feel right to me does this feel good you know I am sure. um, I, I ate a particular diet because I thought it would help me lose weight. Uh, and even though I was so bloated on it and I was in pain, I had stomach ache, you know, my intestines were just not right on this diet. I kept going because I was like, other people have lost weight on this diet. It must be a good diet. Mm. Not realizing that I'm I'm actually eating something that, that I'm having an allergic reaction to, you know, oh. even the slightest bit of bloating. is is a sign that your intestines don't quite enjoy what you're having there's maybe some issue there there's maybe an allergy or maybe you're not digesting properly or whatever different thing um but just not actually saying okay fair enough that that worked for somebody else but you know what this doesn't work for me and then going and finding finding something different that did feel really good and did feel really right I am I would I would start to do that so much quicker. You sure. know, I wasted years trying everyone else's stuff without realizing that mm. my body will actually tell me really quite easily and quite quite clearly. You know, your body tells you quite clearly when it doesn't like something. Totally. I think like, that's so that. so relatable. And and so what like in
1: sh- to share for the purpose of this might not be what works for you, what is what works for you? Because it might be the right thing for someone else and um it might you know I think it'd be interesting to know like how what have you found to be the most supportive to your body and your lifestyle in terms of like diet and lifestyle and you know all that stuff
0: I think like the biggest thing and I I I think it really does actually work for everyone is really look after your gut now I know that's not like a sexy message but (laughs) <laughs> your gut is literally everything is it's it's where you absorb all your nutrients it's where a large part of your immune system is it's it's where a lot of it's, it's where a lot of your bodily functions happen it's it's so important and I struggled to lose weight because my gut wasn't right I struggled to absorb vitamins because my gut wasn't right And as soon as you start to heal your gut mm you really do start to see a difference when you start to eat nutritious foods that a lot of people eat nutritious foods, but maybe their gut health isn't amazing because they've had a lot of sugar or a lot Mm. of um, alcohol or loads of other different things that really tear down your gut. And so they don't see any difference when they eat healthy foods. And that's so, it's so demoralizing, you know, you're eating healthy, but you don't feel any different. Your skin doesn't look any better. Your energy doesn't feel any better. And you think, well this is all just you know a load of nonsense. you know I've eaten healthy and it's not worked but mm. until that gut's right, you really won't see much difference. Um, and you have to massively try to um, account for the fact that your gut's not right. So if you're even if you're taking supplements, if your gut's not absorbing them properly, you're only going to absorb a tiny fraction of that supplement same sure. as the stuff that's in your food. So I think that gut health is certainly the biggest thing you know look after your gut um, don't eat foods that causes inflammation.
1: You know, Mm. if you're, if you're
0: becoming inflamed, if you're, if you're bloated, that's a really obvious sign that your gut's not happy. So whatever you ate that caused that, just stop. You may love it, but it really doesn't love you. And it's not (laughs) doing you any favors.
1: (laughs) It doesn't love you back, so let it go.
0: Let it go. You don't need it end your life, okay?
1: <laughs> like that bad relationship. If it doesn't That's love that. you back, just let it go. That's great. Totally, totally. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Tune in. I mean, that has come up a million times, but truly get this through your head. I'm talking to myself.
0: <laughs>
1: also, tune in. How is that food doing? Like, what? Yeah. How can you optimize like how you feel, taking care of the most important part, which is I, I agree, your gut. Like I think that's huge. Um mm. looking for foods that aren't gonna cause you to feel off. Yeah. Looking for ways to digest your food better. Um, that might be like cooking it before you eat it. Like it might not be eating sometimes. People don't do well with raw foods. It doesn't mean necessarily the food is is, um, is wrong, but, it but things are harder to like, digest for people, especially if you mm. haven't been taking care of your gut and have a ton of processed foods and sugar. Like I know that to be true so, so much. And I think totally. right now, um, most of us in the Northern hemisphere are experiencing winter. Like for me, what I've been loving is cooking like stews and soups mm. with my, vegetables like I was saying to my boyfriend like he can eat raw salads year round and doesn't really have a reaction but I can't um but I love those foods so if I if I make a we made like a chicken soup last night and every all the cooked veggies the warmingness of it like that's
0: what I
1: need right now and it feels so much better than eating like cold you know celery or something (laughs)
0: yeah oh definitely I mean if this is like a plate of like juicy like beautiful warm stew or like a cold piece of celery on a plate
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's like come on no yeah so um I love that um ah okay so just tell everyone where they can find you I'm I'm just through the through the moon like excited (laughs) about this conversation and all the goodness and I want people to know where they can find you and follow you and work with you
0: oh totally okay so I'm on Instagram and it's at the Ann Rana so it's Anne, Rana, R-A-N-A. and I'm also on Facebook um, you can decide by Ben Rana and, and I should pop up there um, I've got a Facebook group as well so people are totally welcome to join me and they can just kind of join the journey and just see where we all can go together Yes. I'm literally joining right now. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. This has been so
1: lovely, wonderful. I feel like there's so yes. much more we could have talked about, but I feel really I good about the things that we came up with, not came mm. up with, <laughs> that came through us today. And I'm feeling so many things. I just feel so grateful that you are on this planet helping people <sighs> through in such a realistic way and have such a great frame of mind and such a gentle approach to this and I think it's so well received in the way you deliver your message to the world Um, and I'm so grateful that you found me and that we could have this conversation so just thank you for showing up today and and for being just spreading your goodness with my with me
0: and my listeners no, thank you so much. You're just so amazing, Natalie, and I feel like I've known you for forever and your podcast is just, it's its so amazing, just getting the kind of message out there to people that that really need it, you know, and you just do so, such great work. I'm just, I'm completely honoured to be here. Uh, my hands are like over my
1: heart right now. Thank you so much. <laughs> I'm truly working on like receiving and saying thank you. Um mm-hmm. so thank you so much for saying that. And so I can't wait to like continue to work together and collaborate. Um I just I feel totally. like really connected to you as a human being. And I know some of the listeners if not all of them feel the same way so i can't wait to continue this conversation and see what you get up to in this world and definitely further podcasts like let's let's do this again yeah definitely definitely